Emma Mae Jenkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up? What's up, incredible people? You are loved and valued and seen and made on purpose for a for an original and specific significant purpose. And I'm so thankful to have you on the Have You Heard podcast. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins. And as y'all know, last week on our episode, we talked about consistency in the word and what to set in place to help us make time to be in the word daily. And I just thought what an incredible follow-up of that episode to interview my best friend, my sister, the freckles to my sunshine. You'll understand that a little bit later, Georgia Brown. And she is going to talk with us about quiet time. And we're going to go a little bit more in depth about seeking the Lord first, about spending time in his word, about devoting our everything to him. And so I'm very, very excited. So friends, faith comes by hearing. Without further ado, let's get into the word. Georgia Brown, you're on my podcast. I'm on Emma's <laughs> podcast. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so I have to like let everybody know, y'all, me and Georgia met when we were 16 years old on the school bus and it's literally history after that. Like she is my girl. She's going to be my maid of honor. She is such a testament of God's faithfulness in my life. Like I am now a junior in college. She's a senior in college. We live nine hours away from each other. And yet I can still confidently say that she's my best friend. And that just goes to show how kind of the Lord is, how powerful intentionality is and friendship. And I just adore her. So Georgia, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and what you're going to be talking about with us today, all the good things. My goodness. First of all, y'all, Emma is my best friend in the entire world. And I just love her. And truly, like, I just want to start at the beginning and tell you how how Emma truly changed my life. Okay, we're going to start there because that's truly where the story began. I grew up, yes, in a in a Jesus-loving home, which was so beautiful, and I wouldn't be who I am without that foundation of going to church every week and just being involved with children's choir and all those things. But when I was 16, I walked on the school bus one day, And I saw this girl with the most beautiful smile I'd ever seen. Like literally, it was glowing. Okay, Emma, you have the most beautiful smile. Okay, you you know, you know, you know I love it. And man, I just remember thinking, my stars, like who is this queen? And then the next day, we sat together and I'd heard about you around school, how you were holding the doors for everybody and that you were new. And like, God is so fun to literally like put us on the same yellow limo. And so we carved pumpkins. I literally like invited Emma to my house to carve pumpkins because I just wanted her to be my friend because she was so nice (laughs) and wonderful. And Emma, like now that I think about it, like this is the first time I've ever really made this like connection, but Emma, you never once, like, you didn't have to sit there and share the gospel with me because you were walking it out. Hmm. That's what we're called to do is you, you're a light. And I saw that light. I was drawn to his light through you and it literally changed my life. So we carved pumpkins and Emma decides that she wanted to keep me around. And I was so grateful. (laughs) Of course. course. (laughs) And... That Christmas, I got the greatest Christmas gift I've ever received, um, was a life application study Bible, NIV, that is large print, and it's pink and purple, and I opened it up, and Emma had highlighted a verse in just about every chapter of the Bible, and I felt so loved and so seen. And I wanted to know this God so deeply 
and intimately the way that my sister did. And it wasn't out of a place of jealousy. It wasn't out of a place of, you know, just competition. It was literally in awe of who he was through her. And I was like, I need to have that. I want that. And so that's really where my journey began with seeking him first is through a friendship that literally just showed me who he was through the way that she spoke, the way that she walked, the way that she literally sat on the school bus with me. And so, Emma, I just love you. And it changed my life. Wow. Wow. Praise the Lord. Because I just think, like, this is just so, so sweet to think about because it just points to how God personally knows each of us because he knew exactly where you were in your journey. Yeah. He knew the needs that you had. He knew um, how you specifically needed to be encouraged. Like he knew, he knitted you together. He knew you better than you knew you. And he met you there. But then what's so cool is hearing your side of the story. God was just as working in my story through meeting you because I was brand new to Arkansas. Like I did not really know anyone. And I sat on the school bus and and I met my maid of honor. And so like Hmm. I was able to see God's faithfulness through how not only because I remember being so worried that I wasn't going to make friends. And not only did he bless me with friendship, but he blessed me with a friend that was long lasting and Hmm. it became my girl. And truly just is a sister to me. And so I just think it's cool hearing two sides of of a story because you get to hear two angles at which God was faithful in. And that just shows that like he is omnipresent. He is all knowing. And he's like, he's personal with you. He's personal with me. He's personal with the person that's listening. And like, that's just who he is. And I think that that just blows my mind. It never stops being cool to me. (laughs) You're so right. And that's just so good. Like, I'm just so thankful for how he uses his people to bless one another when we're just following him and seeking him and how he just truly has knitted our story together in such a fun way. Like, you're so right. Like, I literally met my best friend on the school bus and Ah! it's just so fun. Oh, I'm just so grateful. And in and out of every season has been so sweet to chase him with you and just watch the Lord use this time to just reveal himself to us. And and really how he reveals himself to us is through his word. Yeah. Yes. And I wanted to actually talk with you about that because in one of your posts on Instagram, you were specifically talking about your quiet time with the Lord and out of encouraging other people to prioritize seeking him first in their day, to prioritize spending time with him in his word, you shared something that I thought would just really, I think, speak to a lot of people into a lot of journeys. You said that opening the word of God before opening my screen changed my life. Can Mm. you like talk about that a little bit? Because I think that that is, that can easily be a habit for any human being to wake up in the morning. And the first thing that you do is either turn on the news or check social media or check your emails or see who texted you. And how powerful would it be if we were to actually go into seat? go see what God has said. I think Pastor Chris Hodges from Church of the Highlands said it this way, like whenever I wake up in the morning, instead of looking to the world's media, I want to look to God's media first. Mm -hmm. Because when I look to God's media first, that's going to be my filter by which I see all the other media that I'm approached with in the day. And so kind of expound on that statement that you made, because I thought that was just so well said. I love that. I I love Pastor Chris. That was so good. And and it makes me think of this quote that I once heard and it said, whatever has your attention has your heart. And that like broke me. I was like, what has my attention? And so truly, I want to give him my first and my best. Not my my second or third or bottom of the to-do list. I want him to be my first because I'm his first. He loved me first. Mm-hmm. So I want to say, God, I love you too. And the way you do that with anyone is you spend time with them. And so I just decided, okay, you know, figuring out what he means in his word by, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. Finding out what that means, yeah. means 
finding out what that means and getting up and not checking the world, but checking out his word. Because in there is a book of promises that are true. Mm-hmm. And the world may throw its opinions at you left and right, but the Lord tells us to keep going and just to not waver and just to continue straight. And I just want to follow that straight and narrow path. And it requires sacrifice. And so I've like had to learn a lot of discipline and knowing that self-control is a good fruit of the spirit of denying my flesh. My flesh may want to check Instagram and see, oh my gosh, like, did my friends message me back like in my little DMs or, you know, I don't know if so-and-so had a new post. I want to check it out. But then the other part of me, like the more I've spent time with him, I'm like, oh my gosh, Emma, I got to read my Bible plan in the morning. Like that, that's what I've been excited about is the more you spend time with someone, you know, the more you want to be with them Mm -hmm. with any relationship. I know that's how you and your boo thing are. Like the more you're with (laughs) someone, the more you want to be with them. And that's how it is for me and Jesus. And so after watching the movie War Room, I was really, really, really inspired. And this, this movie talks about this older, this older queen of a warrior princess that love her. Don't we just love her? (laughs) She, She prays in her closet and she talks about having a prayer strategy. And one of my favorite parts in the movie is she has one of her friends over for coffee. And she says, how do you like your coffee? And she was like, Miss, I don't even remember her name, but she was like, Miss, this coffee is, is lukewarm. And she said, hmm, people don't like their coffee, like their prayer life. You like your coffee either hot or cold. And that's how God wants it. And I was like, oh, my heavens to Betsy. Like God wants us to be on fire for him. And he wants us to be seeking him first. He doesn't want just, you know, some lukewarm coffee. He says, come on, girl, get on your knees. You don't have to run this race alone. Just come to me like, I've got you. And the way that we do that is we share our life with him. We tell him what's going on. And it's like the little kid that draws a picture on the wall and, you know, is ashamed that he got the crayons out and is hiding from his parents. That's not what God wants from us. God wants to see that drawing on the wall and he wants you to go into the kitchen, grab his hand and bring him over and say, I did this. I need, I need you. Can you help me? Can you help me figure out how to do this? I can't do this life alone. And so after watching that movie and being so inspired by wanting to have an on fire prayer life and just wanting to be sold out for him, I went to Matthew six, Matthew six, five tells us how we should pray which I just love this. And it it tells us to go into our secret place. It tells us to go into the closet, close the door, and our Father who hears you in heaven, in the secret place, will bless you. And and people say that a lot, Emma, that, you know, Instagram is your highlight reel, like, you know, life happens off the screen. Same with our prayer life. Like, it's so true. It's like, close the door. Let it just be you and him. Those are my favorite moments, Emma. I don't know about you, but like my favorite moments are the ones that no one sees where it's just me and him. And I'm getting to share my life with him, you know? That's so powerful. And you don't have to approach, like Jesus says, like you can boldly approach his throne of grace. Or actually that was the author of Hebrews who we don't know who he is, but- said you can boldly approach God's throne of grace and ask for help in your time of need and just resting in the fact that you don't have to have all of the perfect words mm-hmm. you don't have to make sure that you've done your hair or make sure that you've gotten all of your stuff together in order to talk with him he just he wants you and I think that that whenever we actually believe that like we genuinely deep down believe that he means it whenever he says draw near to me and I will draw near to you no questions asked like there's a there's this confidence of like not like this humble confidence Mm -hmm. of God I submit myself to you I am aware of your authority I am aware of your worthiness I'm aware that you are my Lord but I'm also aware that because you are so loving and you draw to me you draw me to yourself with your kindness I don't 
like I don't have to hide from you. I can be in relationship with you through the power of your son, Jesus, and I can talk with you. Like he tells us, devote yourself to prayer. Be mm-hmm. watchful and thankful. Ask, seek, knock. He says, I wouldn't ask you to search for me if I could not be found. Like yeah. he desires a relationship with us. And I think, I just love that you said that to like some of your favorite moments ever have been when it's just you and him sitting alone where no one else was aware. Like, and I think that the enemy would love to rob that favorite moment from us by get, letting us have the mentality that we have to have the perfect words to say when we pray, because then we're, we're distracted by things that God's like, no, <laughs> like I, yeah. I know what you need. I already know what's on your heart. I just want you to come to me and I'm going to understand you. So I just, I love that you said that that's really beautiful. And there's a verse that talks about being hidden in Christ and truly being hidden in him and being hidden from the world in the first few moments of my day is where I'm most seen is when I'm hidden from the world and just alive in his presence. It's it's kind of crazy to think about that, but it's it's just so freeing. Like you said, like to just come as you are. I'm just in my jammies and I just have my cup of coffee. My hair is crazy. I don't have any makeup on. You know, it's kind of cold in my closet. I got a blanket in there and I just sit. I sit in his presence. I leave the world outside. Like I close that door. And the only reason why I have my phone is because I like to listen to worship music. But, you know, I should just get like a CD player or something. But truly, that's another reason why I do my quiet time first thing in the morning. It's because I don't want the world to to tell me the first of the morning. Like I don't want to turn on the news and, and hear what's going on in the world. Because, you know, tomorrow it's going to be different than what it is today. But when I open up his word, it's going to meet me right where I am every single time. His word is alive and active. It's chasing me down. And like you said, his kindness is leading me to repentance, which is sanctifying Mm -hmm. me and making me more like him. Because, Emma, you know me, like, The Georgia Brown, like two, three years ago, loved her sleep in the morning. Definitely would love to sleep in. And she wouldn't have told you that her favorite part of the day was sitting in a closet. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Like truly, like you do life with me. You know me. Like, like what? But that's how good our God is. is The more we spend time with him, the more we're going to less look like the world and the more we're going to look like him. And so I just am so passionate about this because I've seen the fruit that it's bared in my life. Because as Mm. you sow these seeds of faith, as you sow these seeds of self-discipline, self-control, and as you just seek him, he's just going to continue to bless you. And he's going to truly search you and know you. I love the Psalm that says he knows when you sit down and when you stand up what on earth? Like that is so, like, I am so known by him. You are so known by him. The God that literally has given you borrowed breath in your lungs. He mended your heart in the secret place. Okay. Back to that secret place. He mended you in secret. He wants to be with you in secret. So then he can, you, he can send you out into the world. And then you can be that first one that says, send me, send me. But the battle's fought on your knees in prayer. And my, my prayers, Emma, my prayer life has truly become a, like a hot cup of coffee as I've surrendered to him. Yeah. And this has been hard, like, Honestly, when I watched War Room, I'd seen it before when I was younger, but when I watched it again and really had this realization of I need to sit in my closet was like after this like really hard college stuff, like I love college and I know you do too, but it's, it's the real world. Like people are going through so much and you're not confined by your zip code anymore. You're out at a place where you want to be. You're there because you want to be there. And you're hearing stories of every type of walk of life, you know, from the girl that, that said no and a boy kept going to, you know, 
a bad parent situation at home to girls not loving themselves and choosing to harm themselves, just everything. Then you've got those friends that, you know, you just don't see the world the same way, but you want to love them. And sometimes it can feel so exhausting because you're like, ah, I just want to love you. And you can walk the walk and you can talk the talk and be consistent in their lives. But there's another level that is just so special. And it's the one that they may never know about. But it's the one that you can truly be there <laughs> in such a special way that I don't think any conversation or any like can of soup or any coffee date could compare to than interceding for a friend in prayer in your quiet place with the Lord. And truly, after hearing so many stories from people that I just loved and my heart was so heavy. I went into my closet and I grabbed some note cards and I started writing these prayers for these people and putting them on the wall. And I kind of thought I was silly at first, but then I left the closet and the prayer stayed there and I shut the door and (laughs) the burden was lifted because I gave it to him. Yeah. It's like you're carrying, you're carrying others burdens, but like you're not carrying like, it's like in Matthew 11 where Jesus come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. It's like you were able to carry the burdens of your friends but still have a yoke that was easy and a burden that was light because you you were taking it to the one who could take care of it in exactly. a way that you never could. Yes. Oh, exactly. That's so powerful. And like that that like makes me think of just talking about the how not only does choosing to seek God first and seek him in his word and seek him in prayer, not only does that impact the lives of other people, it impacts the lives of other people because you're praying for them, you're interceding for them. And that's the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And it impacts the lives of other people because like you're now treating them differently. You're now seeing them with new eyes. You're now like your relationships are impacted by your how like the quality of your relationship with the Lord. And so I wanted to like ask you, like what differences have you noticed spending time with the Lord first and prioritizing alone time with him versus when it wasn't prioritized and was put after other things? Like, have you noticed firsthand just in your own heart and in your own in your own journey, a shift, like a transformation Mm. by the renewing of your mind that has happened over the course of you, just not perfectly, but, but day by day choosing to, to seek him. Have you noticed something Mm. different? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Like, (laughs) like, here's the thing. He changes everything and being with him changes everything. I just long to be with him. So my days have been sweeter and longer because of how good his presence is. He says, you know, I just love Matthew 6. There's so much goodness in there. It also says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. Like I'm going to take care of you. You're, you're more precious to me than the birds of the air and I provide for them. And so he just wants you to be with him today whatever that looks like. And, and it looks like showing up. Like, honestly, Emma, I don't know. This was, I guess, a few weeks ago now, but I literally had nothing to say. And I'm a girl that loves to talk. Like, okay, like, you know, I love to talk. You love to talk. We both. Oh, it's so fun. We both have podcasts. We both. Our sleepovers consist of us talking for like, mm, we don't even like turn on the TV or do anything rather than talk. So for like, imagine us talking for like, six hours (laughs) or seven so easy to do yeah and then we're like oh my gosh it's 2 a.m we should probably go to bed and then we're like okay let's say our prayers and then we pray and then we keep talking (laughs) and so oh man (laughs) so like we are girls who love to talk but you know those days where you just don't know what to say Mm -hmm. I was just having some of those days and This is when you know the Lord is totally just where your heart is because he has my attention. He also has my heart because although I didn't know what to say and although I didn't have any strength, really, I still went to the closet. 
I still showed up and I just sat. Like I didn't, I didn't even get out my, my colorful pins to even write down my prayers. And so just showing up and being in his presence, like it, it's so comforting. And even on those hard days, because I don't do it perfectly. I'm, I'm not, I'm not Jesus. I'm, I'm just a 21 year old trying to figure it out. But what I've figured out is he changes everything. And so I show up, I sit down. And what's so awesome, Emma, and you know this, it's just so cool, that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us when we don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is championing us on. And that also is so comforting when you just have no idea what to say. You just kind of need to breathe. But he knows the next breath. He's holding us in his hands. And just showing up has been so great. So this has changed my days on the, on the days that are not so fun and then on the days that are so fun. And so truly, like, I know we talked about this last time we saw each other, but we talked about how we could notice a difference in our day when we don't have our quiet time. Can't you totally notice a difference, girl? Yes. Oh, my goodness, 100%. It's like whenever I choose to spend time with him first, like, it – it just impacts the rest of my day in the sense that it impacts my conversations. It impacts how I view things. It impacts mm-hmm. my, like, like whether or not I let things get to me or rub me the wrong way. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? If I, it, it plays a role in that because what I'm spending time in at the start of my day, like I then I I'm thinking on that all yeah. throughout the day. I'm, if I'm spending time this morning, like, in being like, if I'm in Jeremiah, like I'm studying through the book of Jeremiah right now. And if I opened up Jeremiah this morning and I'm reminded that like what God has purposed, he's going to see it fulfilled, Mm -hmm. that no ruler is going to overcome my God. So like I wake up that morning and I'm reading about battles and I'm reading about Babylon coming and taking over Jerusalem. And I'm reading about yet still no power or ruler or authority is going to overcome the will of my God. Wow. Well, I'm not walking into the day, no matter what I'm approached with, no matter what conversation I find myself in, I'm walking into that day with a confidence that can't be found in myself or what is seen here in in the seen realm. (laughs) I'm filled with confidence based on the eternal, based on the word of God that is unchanging, based on the power and the truth that, that my God, he is above all things. And Therefore, I can rest in the fact that he won't permit me to be shaken. He is greater. Greater is he living in me than the enemy living in the world. Like, Mm. it's just so cool. And whereas if I were to wake up in the morning and fill in the blank, start like going into the comments on Instagram and reading everybody's opinion of me, well, then it's very easy to go throughout the rest of my day. And what am I dwelling on? Mm-hmm. I'm dwelling on all the people that told me I'm ugly and all the people that told me I'm pretty. I'm dwelling on all the people that disapproved with what I did and all the people that was saying hooray to the way yeah. I'm living my life. And yeah. and it's it's exhausting. But if I spend time in the morning listening to what God has to say, not only am I able to like rest in the truth, no matter the opinions that I'm approached with, no matter the lies of the enemy that I'm approached with throughout the day, but I'm also able to declare that truth into the lives of other people. So it is a game changer. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and his burden that is light that he intends for you to carry, he designed you to carry? Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, 
and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. Oh, it is. And, and early on when I started this, you know, I wasn't spending hours on hours in there. Like it's, it's baby steps. Like I was probably, you know, in there 15 minutes, like, you know, getting ready for the day then and going on, but, but you got to start somewhere. Like now I'm at a point where I lose track of time because I just love being in there and being in his presence. But, you know, you're going to start, you got to just start somewhere. And I think one of the main things that got me to that place of saying, okay, I just got to show up was, I don't even know who told me this. Some amazing human somewhere said this, said, you know, you don't just eat one meal a week. You eat every day, multiple times, you know? And so I can't expect a sermon that I heard this past Sunday to sustain me until the next. And I can't rely on another man's interpretation of God's word to sustain me. I need to go to his word myself. Like I need to seek him myself with all of my heart. And he says, you'll find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And so I decided, okay, I I need him every day, just like I need food. I need him every day, just like I need water. (laughs) And I need him more than I need those things. I need him more than I need my cup of coffee in the morning. Like imagine you not having coffee for a week. Okay. And like, you're like, oh my heavens to Betsy, like I really need some coffee. That's how I much you miss it. Right? <laughs> I know. But like that's how much you'd miss Jesus and more. And so his presence changes everything. And it's just about daily faith and rhythms and making him a priority because we all have 24 hours in a day. It's up to us in how we choose to spend it. And I love that. He gives us a choice. Like, how good is our God to say, hey, I'm here. Like, he waits at the door of our heart and he knocks. He's such a gentleman. He's so kind. And he wants to woo us. He wants you to see how beautiful he is. Look around you. Like, creation is singing of his glory. Like, it's crazy to me after living through 2020. Like, the birds are still chirping in the trees and they have no idea what the coronavirus is, okay? And they're still singing the song that God told them to sing. Because their Heavenly Father knows what they need. And aren't you so much more valuable than the birds that your Heavenly Father would take care of you? Yes, so good. We just love it. And so that's why we just need to be with Him and seek Mm -hmm. Him. Because (laughs) He's all around us. He's inside of us. He's, He's when we look in the mirror. And what do you want to mirror? Do you want to mirror the screen or do you want to mirror (laughs) his word? And that's why I just decided, okay, I'm turning all my notifications off because it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get on my phone until I get in his word because it doesn't matter. And it's changed. It's changed everything. Like truly, like you said, when it comes down to conversations too, I'll notice like me being like quick to listen and slow to speak when I spend time with him first. If I don't, like, I'm going to be a little cuckoo crazy and my flesh is going to come out. And it's, it's a denying of self and it's really fun. And I know it's like, like a lot, but it's, it's, it's fun. And you just got to start slow. And truly, I started out doing the verse of the day on the Bible app and just going to my Bible, figuring out where that was. Is that in the New Testament, the Old Testament? What does this even mean? Who wrote this book? What? And just highlighting it. And just asking the Lord to reveal himself to me and to give me wisdom because he says, ask. <laughs> he just says, ask. <laughs> so I'm asking all the questions I can. And it's a lot of fun, isn't it, girl? 
it's so it's so fun it's it's a joy. I think it's like my favorite adventure ever because it was an adventure that we were each individually designed to go on. Like yeah. we were designed for the adventure of walking alongside the Lord. And so while yes, not walking the Lord is its own adventure, but it's an exhausting, it's yeah. chaotic, it's a confusing, shameful, heavy adventure mm. because that's not the kind of adventure we were made for there's still tough trials there's still difficulty there's still hardships there's still trouble in my adventure with the lord but it's with a yoke that is easy yes and that is light and it's with joy that is strong and with peace that surpasses all understanding yes. and because i lack no good thing in him and so mm-hmm. it's an adventure worth taking and wow. i i wanted to ask you this final question and i think what's what I love about this question is that one, I love getting to hear you answer it because I like, I just love hearing about your personal walk with the Lord. And I love hearing about what you're learning from him. And I grow in more love with him. The more I hear about your love for him, it's just cool. But then also I want, I just want to encourage those who are listening. I want to encourage you in who the Lord is in asking this question. Like I want to encourage you in the character of God. I want to encourage you in the presence of God. I want to encourage you in the faithfulness of God because Because if anything, I want you to leave this podcast wanting to know him more. I want you to leave this podcast episode just eager to get into the word, eager to seek him in prayer, eager to know who he's called you to be and live that out. And so, Georgia, my last question for you is, what have you learned about the Lord? And this could be one thing, it could be five things, whatever you want. But what have you learned about the Lord through prioritizing time with him? Like in hmm. choosing to seek him first and choosing to like communicate, God, you are most important to me. And I'm going to display that by spending time with you in the first of my day. Like what have you learned about God in your one-on-one time with him? I love this question. Hmm. I've learned <laughs> so much. And, you know, my little tiny brain has to highlight and underline all sorts of things so I can remember them. But man, oh man, number one, (laughs) by hanging out with him and just seeing his might and his power and his goodness and his glory revealed through his son and just the gospel, I've learned that I can do this. I've learned I can literally walk this side of heaven knowing that Jesus was here. He did it perfect blameless, without blemish, sinless for 33 years in in a ministry of three years where he truly, he taught us everything that we needed to know to be able to run this race. We may not do it perfectly, but we can always go back to him knowing that he is the truth. So I've learned a lot about clinging to his truth, which has been so fun. And really just, he's built a lot of confidence in me knowing that He's always going to be there for me and that he won't leave me or forsake me, that he loves me, that he has plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me hope in a future. But I've also learned a lot about farming, <laughs> which has been oh, really yes, fun. I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> oh, sister, I've learned so much about farming. And one thing I do encourage all of our friends that are listening to do is go look up what your name means because it's really, really fun. And, you know, when I looked up my name and I found out that Georgia meant farmer, I was like, what on earth? That is the weirdest thing. I am not a farmer. Just because I'm from Arkansas doesn't mean I'm some hillbilly girl. Like, my heavens. (laughs) But I've seen how cool God is because he's really revealed this word and this name to me. Farmer Brown, and such a sweet way of saying, Georgia, like, just go and plant seeds into people. You may not see the the beautiful flowers that they're going to bloom into, but I didn't call you to that. I called you to just plant seeds because that's what farmers do. Mm-hmm. They plant seeds and they help me with the harvest. And as he just has told me that over the years. Also, Emma, what does Emma mean? I think Emma means... Doesn't it mean beautiful? I think, I, think that I need to go remind myself, but I think it means to be made whole and universal happiness. <laughs> okay. Love that. That is 
cute. Yeah. Uh, we definitely <laughs> need to look that up, but I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm trying to use the Merriam-Webster dictionary as we speak, not finding anything that I am fond of. So we'll go back to that later. But even if it doesn't mean beautiful, uh, I still think you're beautiful, but it's probably what oh. you said because it is journaling. <laughs> Anyways, Thank you. back to Jesus. Um <laughs> Okay, everyone needs to go look up in this name after this. Okay. On Wikipedia, it's like we're both Googling stuff. Yeah, tell me what it says. On Wikipedia, it says whole or universal. Okay, you were right. I was wrong. Everybody, everybody, Emma means whole. Emma, isn't that so beautiful? Because in him you lack you lack no good thing. That's exactly right. So you are whole in him. I am made complete in the Lord. Yes, you are. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay, that's so good. I love that. Okay, just so y'all know, Emma is whole. Okay? (laughs) She's doing good. She's doing strong in the Lord. And uh, she likes no good thing. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Well, back to what the Lord has just been revealing to me is... uh, this farmer's learning a lot about John 15. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of it because it's just so strong. And after 2020, my word was abide. And it was from this, this passage of scripture. And it truly has, has changed my life. And I've learned a lot through it. First one says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. Every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are, you are already clean because of the words I've spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself, unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produce, produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown aside like a branch and he withers. And then it goes on and on, but it says, my father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. Isn't that so good? That's so good. I just love this passage. I I just love love it. Wow. Mm. We can't, we can't do anything like apart from him, we have nothing. Right. Apart from him, we can do nothing of eternal Mm -hmm. significance. Yeah. Apart from him, I can't have joy. Apart from him, there is no peace because he gives peace not as the world gives. So I don't have to let my heart be troubled. And wow, I I think it's just so, it's so sweet to hearing that he's been teaching you just to be faithful to plant the seed. It makes me think of what Paul says whenever he says, I may plant the seed, Apollos may water it, but neither one of us can grow it. Mm. Only the Lord can grow it. And I think that's just encouraging to rest in the fact that, wow, like it's not our job to change people. It's not our job to save people. It's not our job to make sure that certain things happen because like, while yes, we get to be wholehearted in all that we do, we get to plant seeds and water seeds, walk alongside people, love people, pray for people as we've talked about, but ultimately God, his spirit can is the one that grows the seed. His yeah. spirit is the one that changes people. His spirit is the one that saves people. Like it, it's not by our own works mm-hmm. that we could boast in it, but we get to boast in the Lord and the fact that we get to be his ambassadors as he makes his appeal through us. And I just think that you're one of the most beautiful farmers ever. Mm-hmm. And I think like going back to the character of God, that that communicates God's character in how like, one, th- that he is, his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Like yes. you may be planting seeds in the lives of people that you don't even know. You may be watering like seeds that are already planted within people that you don't even know. So keep mm-hmm. being kind, keep showing up, keep communicating in love. It's, it's not in vain. It's not like it, it has significance to it. And I think yeah. it also communicates how personal God is and how fun God is that he would invite us to be a part of this mission with him. <laughs> like what on earth, like God could, could have chosen to save the world in any way, yet he chose to save it through his son, Jesus. And then yeah. 
fill us with his spirit to go and share the message of his son with the world. Like we get to be his ambassadors Mm -hmm. and like the church is his plan. We like, we are his, his plan to share the gospel and, and do it with confidence in him. And I just think that that's so, I just think that's so fun. And I pray that that reminds those who are listening that you have such purpose and that God has specifically knitted you to be, to be a seed planter, to be yeah. a water of se- of seeds. And that's in a unique way. It's different than like God may call me to do it on one platform and you to do it on another platform, but it's for the same purpose. And that is to glorify him and to love people well. So that's just really good, Sister Georgia oh, Brown. I love good. it. <laughs> I love it. And, and that's why like, I just, I love that he's given us this picture because, you know, sometimes I need a good visual and this is such a good visual because, you know, Emma, there'll be things in my life that are taken away that I thought were good for me. And I'm like, so sad over here. And then I'm like, oh my heavens, I need to go back to John 15 where it says, you know, he, he wrote. He prunes every branch so that I can produce more fruit. So, you know, there are different seasons for everything. Like Ecclesiastes 3 says, there's a time for everything. So, you know, I love this passage because at the end of the day, through all the pruning, through all the watering, through everything, the main thing here is apart from him, we can't do any of it. Yeah. And so that's why we got to hang out with him as much as we can. And so then we can produce good fruit. And then our good fruits are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I just, I love those fruits because, oh, they're just so beautiful and tasty. And you can truly taste and see that the Lord is good through bearing good fruit and walking them out. And Emma, you do that so beautifully. And so I thank you for your friendship and the way that you just produce good fruit because it is truly like honey. I know honey's, mm-hmm. I don't think honey's a fruit, but I love honey. And honey is healing to the bones. And truly, your words and the way that you live your life is healing to the bones. And so I thank you for for just planting seeds and wow. just doing what the Lord has called you to do with confidence and just trust in Him and surrendering your life to Him because it's evident that you spend time with Him. It's evident that you abide in Him. And and so that's the fruit that is shown. And so I just, I just love you and I thank you. And I wouldn't be truly, I believe, and the Lord, you know, obviously is doing His thing, but I don't think I would be who I am without you. So I just thank you for allowing Him to live in you and to produce fruit through you. And so seriously, keep abiding. Everyone listening, keep abiding. If you don't know where to start, uh, start with John 15. Because Mm -hmm. that's a fun place. John is a great book to start with. Don't you think, Emma girl? Yes. And go, oh, y'all. I mentioned this in my last podcast, but I am going to plug it in again. And this is not a paid advertisement. This is an advertisement free from MMA Jenkins. Mm Mm-hmm. You need to go get the journable. Okay? I didn't say durable. I said journable. It is a journal that you can purchase and they are provided for I I don't know if they're provided for every single book of the Bible, but a good chunk of them if not all. And I for Christmas got a journable based on the book of John. And what it is is like I will open it and on the right-hand side of the page will be John chapter one, verses one through 10 spaces. So I am given a space to write out the first 10 verses of John chapter one. And then on the left-hand side of the page, I get to reflect on what I've just written down. Sometimes it'll ask questions. Like for example, in John chapter one, it talks about the word and how in the beginning was the word and how Jesus is the word. He is the light full of grace and truth came and dwelt among us. Like, And so in the questions on the left-hand side, it asks like, okay, what, what does it mean that Jesus is the word and the light? Well, in, the, in these 10 verses, what does it say about that? And by the end of this book, I would have written out the entire book of John and reflected on the entire book of John. And it's been like scientifically proven that whenever you write something down, your retaining of it increases the way that you remember it. And like 
it's like you're, you're hiding it in your heart in a way that's different had you just heard it or had you just read it. And so just talking about the book of John, if you don't know where to go to next in your reading, that's just incredible. But they like, my mom has John, Josh got Romans, my mm. dad got the book of Acts, but it's, and it's not very expensive either. I think it's from the 1718 series. So that's just a plug that I've personally been, been encouraged by. And I know helpful because for some of you who are wanting to get into the word, but you may not know where to start or what to do when you get there, that may be a helpful guiding tool. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Yes. But friends, okay, I I mentioned this at the very beginning of this episode that Georgia is the freckles to my sunshine. Simply put, Georgia has like some of the most beautiful freckles ever. <laughs> and we've given each other nicknames where I am her little Miss Sunshine and she's my freckles. <laughs> That's just a best friend nugget from our from our friendship sisterhood. And it's so fun. It's but- so fun. And I got to tell them, Emma, because your name in my phone is Little Miss Sunshine with sunflowers on either end, of course. But that M-I-S-S changes this year to M-R-S and I cannot wait for that day. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited too. It's going to be amazing. We're like five months away. Oh, I'm just so excited. Emma girl, we just, we have so much to celebrate this year and we just got to continue to seek him so that we can have just more fun and delighting in the details like he does. Oh, yes. I agree 100%. Georgia Brown, tell everybody about where they can find you, follow you, continue to be encouraged by you. Oh. <gasps> How fun. Well, friends, I'm on Instagram. I'd love to be your friend forever. I'm at I am Georgia Brown on Insta. And you can also join along on my podcast at Faith and Friends, wherever you listen to podcasts. And our girl Emma will be joining us with an episode or two on this season. And so I'm very excited. <laughs> so yeah, I just love y'all very much. And thank you for hanging out with us today because I know you could literally be doing anything else, but you've decided to hang out with us <laughs> I'm so honored we are so honored yeah. we love you be sure and rate review download share it with your people all of those fun things and as we started I pray this is a bookend of this episode just don't forget how loved you are how how much you matter to God and that it's an honor that we got to be a part of your day I'll talk to you all next week and be sure and go follow Georgia Brown on all the socials because you will not regret it <laughs> bye everybody bye I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.